0: Hello there. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Infidelity, marital infidelity—that's my topic. You know, there are more ways that a couple can live in a in the context of infidelity than sexual. Sexual infidelity usually comes to our mind immediately and first when we think of the idea of infidelity. But you know, there are many ways for couples to be unfaithful to each other and to live a secret life and to deal behind the back of the partner, the spouse. So let's take a look at this particular topic and see where we are with it and where you are in your particular relationship. Infidelity hits the pocketbook, of course, just as well. It's the wallet, just like anybody else. When a spouse spends and borrows and withholds or hides money and without in doing so without even telling the partner, we're in trouble. We know that infidelity is taking place. When a spouse hides liquor, hides drugs, and uses them secretively, we're into the world of infidelity. When a spouse goes to the gambling casino, unbeknownst to the spouse, with funds unbeknownst to the, son, to the spouse, we're into the issue of infidelity. When a spouse shops, does extra shopping and brings home items um, and then pretends that they're really from the, from the resale shop or from a um, thrift store or something like that, we know that we're into infidelity. Infidelity comes in many, many different ways. Sexual infidelity is just one, but you know, they're all hurtful. They're all harmful. They all have an effect upon the marriage itself. And it's very few marriages that survive years of infidelity, periods of infidelity, reoccurrences of infidelity, the strain of the infidelity, the bizarreness of it. Marriages can survive, but few do. It takes a matter of rebuilding trust. It takes a matter of rebuilding relationships. There's a rule of what we call the rule of four. If trust has been broken, such as in these kind of examples, it takes four events of positive behavior to rebuild trust. But let's put it into context here. A year of infidelity may take four years of trust living to overcome the infidelity year. Or if infidelity has taken place over three years, it's going to take 12 years for that infidelity to be resolved and trust to be rebuilt. That rule of four It's not just the behavior, but it's the number of years, number of reoccurrences. And for some people, it's not four, it's five or it's six. So three years of infidelity might take 18 years before trust can be rebuilt and reestablished in the relationship. So you see, it's a powerful behavior, powerful event, powerful uh, upon the marriage in a very destructive manner. We can't take it lightly. We can't just kind of pass it off by saying, well, it's just one occurrence or it was just over three months, or, you know, whatever it might be. That rule of four, that rule of five, that rule of six, indicates that it really is a profound event and will take a long time before trust can be rebuilt. Now, we think of sexual infidelity, that's popular and very common, and we all know about it. easy for a, a spouse to become involved with somebody at work, involved with somebody at the gym, you know, at the tennis court, you know, in the shopping arena, or wherever. That might be. It's easy to become involved and be enamored by and be attracted to somebody outside of the home and outside of the marriage. That's an easy event because there are attractive people out there. There are people who are wanting relationships. There are people who are needing relationships. There are people who don't have the same values and will enter into a relationship even though it's inappropriate and wrong. That's infidelity. But take a look at financial infidelity for a moment. Research has shown that about 41% of the couples experience financial infidelity, and that 75% of the couples who have experienced some kind of infidelity in the financial arena indicate that it's had a profound effect upon their relationship. So it's almost 100%, 75%, almost 100% of people say that infidelity, financial infidelity, has a profound effect upon the relationship. Think what sexual infidelity is, it's even greater. One research study by the Journal of Consumer, Re- uh, research, Consumer Research indicated that this happens at about the same rate among young couples as it does among older couples, or older couples as it does younger couples. It It's not an age factor. So what about financial infidelity? What about it? Well, let's take a look at what some of the research indicates as to the occurrence of it. 24% of the partners, these are marital partners now, hide purchases or receipts. 24%. Twenty-three percent lie about the price that was paid for a particular item. Always kind of downplaying it, if you will. Twenty-two percent spend money on children behind the spouses' back, and you know it's even greater among spouses where there is a stepchild, or where there are adopted children, or where there is a uh, impaired child in some way, where the, you feel sorry for them, and there's more of a likelihood to filter money to these kids in the hopes that maybe you'll gain favor. With them, 19% say that purchases was on that the purchase was on sale, but they paid full price. In other words, they just basically lied. And then 10% 11% secretly withdrew money from savings, you know, for some particular item that they wanted to have. 10 11% secretly getting a new credit card to have as their own. 7% indicated that they were covering up debt. They made debt, and they had to cover up. So they had to steal some money or secret some money away so that they could pay that debt off. And only 5% indicated they were hiding a raise or a bonus so they could have it just for themselves. In other words, marital fidelity is certainly a popular issue, a devastating issue, a destroying issue to a relationship. But so is financial infidelity. That has a devastating effect. When the spouse finds out that money has been ciphered off and used for some other purpose or have or purchases were made but... There was a deception as to how it was purchased or how much it was paid for and so on. When that's found out, marital relationships are at risk. It gives two things. One, it's the act that was done, but it was also the deception that was involved in hiding up that particular act. Sometimes that's even greater. The spouse would engage in an act of deception besides the act of the infidelity itself, whatever it might be. Secretly withdrawing money from savings accounts so you can go buy something or have something is wrong behavior bad behavior but to cover that up is even worse that's the idea 41 percent of couples have this kind of an experience and they go through these difficult times trying to recover from times of financial infidelity as they have the same experience trying to recover from sexual infidelity but there's a third area of infidelity which um, needs to be mentioned we need to focus on as well and i'll just sum it up by saying it's the addiction infidelity The hiding of drug use. One couple didn't make it in their marriage because one of them was addicted to prescription medication and hid that prescription medication. Opioids was the drug of choice. Hid those drugs everywhere and tried to hide them from the spouse. It was tantamount to marital infidelity, addiction infidelity, shopping infidelity. One lady I saw for 20 years would shop and hide what she bought, take the tags off, change the... Amount of money, lie about where she got it, lie about what she paid for it, and so on. Would hide it not let anybody see what she purchased. And we dove into the issue of why she did that. She was raised as a child with a father who gave her everything she wanted. Then she married a man who gave everything she wanted until he wised up. Then all of a sudden he started to tighten in and not make her accountable financially. But yet she kept on, kept on, kept on shoplifting and got in trouble three times with the law for her shoplifting. In other words, she wasn't very good at it. But she had to do that. She had to keep the shoplifting behavior going to finance her need to have what she wanted. So addiction, very important. What about gambling addiction? What about the people that go off to the gambling casino, take some money out of the account, hoping to come back and repay that money so it will never be found out that it was taken? But you know what happens? More money is lost than is gained. And the gambling addiction goes on and on and on. And money is ciphered from various funds and various sources and all the schemes to try to hide the gambling behavior. That's all under the topic of marital infidelity. It can be sexual. It can be financial. It can be uh, shoplifting, shopping types of, ga- of addictions, gambling addictions, drug addictions of various kinds. All of these are ways in which a marriage is challenged. A marriage is uh, devastated, if you will. Marital partners are devastated. And the future of a marriage is put at risk. The future of the family is put at risk. The future of one's financial stability is put at risk. The future capability of living independently and having enough money for retirement is put at risk. See, infidelity is a is a great way to pay a great price price isn't worth it price is painful and it often and usually leads to divorce or it leads to years of separation years of financial and emotional separation or disconnect emotionally because of the lack of trust and it takes years for trust to be rebuilt so use the rule of four whatever infidelity has taken place over how many months or how many years it takes four times that, at least, for trust to be rebuilt. For some people, it's four and five and six and eight and nine and ten years per year of infidelity. So it's not an easy thing to just kind of gloss over and say, well, we're going to forget about that. We're going to go on with life. You don't do that. Couples don't do that. This is a painful life, a painful event that they live out for years and years and years. So think about that. Look at the pain that you're causing. Look at the pain that you're creating, not just for the, sp- the entire family, An entire family suffers as a result of one's attempt to be secretive and to live a life of joy, live a life of excitement, live a life of pleasure at the expense of not just the spouse, but the entire family. Think about it. It's a serious business. It's a tough way to live, but it's destructive and harmful and defeating to all who are involved. So... Think about it, put your life on the line, and live honest. Live honestly, live uprightly, live before the world with your head up high. Bye for now.